Hello and welcome to the Rope Podcast. We've just fucked this time. Uh, today we're going to do one of our special Rope Erotica episodes. Uh, and so if you are not of legal age where you live, then please turn off now because things are going to get hot and steamy today. As usual, when we do one of our Erotica episodes, I am going to be reading you an Erotica that features rope because, well, there's not that many of those and if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you love rope. So I hope you will enjoy this little story that I wrote, which is titled Ledge Play. It's a quiet, hot day in my top floor apartment. The massive leather couch sits in the corner next to the balcony doors. It must be about 8 feet high and 12 feet wide, creating a massive window onto the buzzing city of Bangkok. The doors are open fully, letting in a delicious breeze and carrying in all the sounds of a megalopolis. I bring my rope in from the bedroom and lay it out on the large white marble coffee table next to the couch. Sitting on the couch, wearing your silky robe, you watch me, bemused. You know it means we're going to play, and rope is your favorite kind. You can't help but smile, while also making yourself small in anticipation and slight anxiety, never quite knowing what our play is going to consist of. You don't bother asking, as you know I would never tell you. Taking my time, I deliberately lay out coil after coil of a natural colored hemp from Paris, my favorite rope. In a calm but firm voice, I tell you to sit at the edge of the couch, facing the window. You must think I misspoke, because you slide forward to the edge but remain facing the living room. I insist, making my voice more threatening this time. I see you becoming even smaller. You slowly shuffle the other way around, your legs dangling just slightly outside the apartment, onto the very narrow balcony that can't be more than three and a half feet deep. Sliding my large body behind the small frame of yours, I grab you by the hips and stand you up, forcing you entirely outside onto the narrow ledge until you are pressed into the massive steel rail that separates you from a giant drop into thin air. You turn your head to look at me in disbelief. Certainly, I can't intend to do anything here where everyone can see in full daylight. Down below, we can both see the people buzzing. They look like tiny ants. So many of them. The taxis turning into the soy opposite ours. The backpackers massing onto the train platform below. You know how well my balcony can be seen from that train platform. You've looked up to me from it several times in the past. You want to recoil from all those eyes, all that light, but my strong body is right behind you, pressed into your back. You know that even using all of your strength, you couldn't budge me. You sink a little and feel your heart beating faster and faster. And you realize a call of rope is in my right hand. Grabbing your tiny left wrist, I flatten it against the heavy metal railing. I'm not brutal, I'm not hurting you, but I am making it very clear that there is no escaping this. I start applying the hemp around your arm and the railing, slowly, securing the fact that I have you exactly where I want you, and I don't need to rush this. I make a lot of wraps, 
probably more than strictly necessary, until most of your forearm is swallowed by the fiber, forced to be parallel to the rail. I cinch it tightly and lock it in an obscure and unusual hitch. I repeat the process with your other arm. This has the effect of forcing you into a leaning position against the unyielding rail. Slightly afraid of the height, you instinctively pull your legs back further. Of course, I won't allow that. And more rope soon circles your ankles, first the left, then the right, and pushes you as close to the edge as you can possibly get. You have become an ornament on my balcony. If one of the thousands of passerbys down below was to look up for a second, what would they see? A beautiful woman in a robe leaning out of her balcony taking in the majesty skyline? Or one being transformed into an object and tormented for my pleasure? But of course I don't stop there. To add to the outrage, I lift your robe at the back and tucking it into a quickly formed lark's head, raise it up until your ass is completely accessible from the back, leaving enough of the rope hanging in the front to hide your pussy from view. You are now doubly exposed to the crowd and the daylight on one side, to my private enjoyment from the darkness and privacy of the couch on the other. I can feel you trembling, starting to get drunk of the adrenaline pumping into your veins. I pull back, disappearing inside. For a few minutes that to you must feel like eternity, you can't see or hear me at all. Have I abandoned you to your fate? You can't help but notice your wetness dripping down the inside of your thighs. Why do you let me treat you like this time and time again? Because you crave it, probably. As you feel tighter and tighter inside, your arousal demanding your attention, you feel me again, behind you. A featherlight caress on your buttocks. But quickly, you understand it's not my fingers you are feeling, but leather. Supple, elastic leather that comes to a point, tapering from a wider body. What can it be exactly? The light caress intensifies into a more insistent licking, rhythmic, back and forth, as your skin takes on a rosy complexion. Then it downs on you. Oh no, it's the snake whip. How you hate the snake whip. It never fails to make you cry and beg for mercy. But you must maintain your composure at all costs, despite the rising fear. Any scream or excessive movement would draw attention you can't afford to have on you in your current predicament. As for me, I'm safely inside the apartment, invisible from the world. A grinning bastard, reaching out to you from a safe distance, with my instrument of torture. As you fight that internal struggle for control, I take you deeper into pain. Full on lashes this time, that raise red angry welts every single time. Your whole body rocks, but only in what little movement the unforgiving rope is leaving you. I see you break down before my eyes. I love that spectacle. I drink it in. When I am sufficiently amused with seeing you suffer, and I'm done painting your whole backside in angry red lines, 
I lay down the whip. Sliding closer to your body, I casually wet my thick thumb in my mouth. Then, without ceremony, I shove it in one strong push into your ass. I can't quite see, but can easily imagine your eyes shooting wide open from that mistreatment. Using that single point of leverage, I rock you back and forth. I'm not being gentle. You are so tight against my finger. You know ass play is my favorite thing. You know I'm utterly using you for my pleasure, and secretly, you delight in it. You're completely at my mercy, unable to defend yourself from the shame that overcomes you. You want to cover your face in your hands, but they are pinned to the rail so solidly that they might as well be welded to it. The people below are still milling about, oblivious to your anal torment. Meanwhile, your pussy remains entirely ignored, only touched by the wind that insinuates itself between your legs, and rather than giving you satisfaction, serves only to highlight your frustration. You are left dripping, wanting, denied. Well, dear listeners, I hope you enjoyed this little story and check back here for your regular Rope Podcast episodes. Uh, if you do enjoy the Rope Podcast and would like to support us and help us make more of these episodes uh, please consider donating to our patreon which is honestly the best way to help us go forward with the podcast you can find the link to that on our website ropepodcast.com thanks for listening and have fun tying <laughs>